increase his platform. And everything, Solomon is just on this journey to find something to fill him, something to give him meaning, something to give him purpose. And here's the thing, we all want that, don't we? Every one of us in the room wants something to give us purpose. Every one of us in the room, we we want something to fill us on the inside. And here's the thing, not only do we want it, we believe that we have the way to get it. We believe that we know a path to get it. Now, maybe your parents told you that path. Maybe your grandparents told you that path. Maybe a teacher or a guidance counselor told you that path. Maybe you just kind of picked it up from the, from the world, or maybe you just picked it up from television, from movies. But we all have a path, a way that we think we can get these things, and they will fill us, they will satisfy us, and give us meaning and purpose in our lives. And here's the thing. Listen to me. You can go to church every Sunday. You can sing every song. You can know the Bible back and forth, and yet at the same time, be busy trying to build a life that has nothing to do with Jesus and his kingdom because it's all about you and your kingdom. And man, here's the thing. This is so subtle. We could be doing this and we don't even know it. It's, it's almost the air that we breathe and we just kind of accept it. Here, let me show you. Let me, let me show you what this is like. And just be honest with yourself. And say, you know what? That sounds like me. So maybe for you, this is the path that you're on to be filled, to get the full life. You know, I need to make really good grades. I need to make really good grades because if I make really, really good grades, I can get this GPA and and that GPA and those really good grades will get me into this school. Because I need to go to this school because this school has the best program for what I want to get into and do for the rest of my life. And if I can get into this school and get into this program, then I can make this much money when I get out. Man, I can start out right out of school making this much an hour. I can start out making this much money, maybe even close to six figures. And if I can start out making this much money, then eventually I'm going to buy a house. It's going to be a nice house, you know, it's going to be great. And eventually I'm going to get married and maybe we'll have some kids. And and along the way later on, I'm going to get promoted and hopefully when I get this age, I'm going to be CEO. I'm going to be at the top of the org chart. I'm going to get promoted. And then I'm going to make more money here than I did here. And what's going to happen is that more money is going to help me feel more secure. It's going to help us feel more fulfilled. We're going to take some really nice vacations. I'm going to be able to provide for myself and the family that I might have at this level. I'm going to be able to provide for them in a really significant way. And then later on, I'm going to retire and just enjoy life. And then I'm going to die and go to heaven. It's going to be great. And and here's the thing. Maybe you're listening to that and you're thinking, what's wrong with any of that? Listen, in and of themselves, there's nothing wrong with any of those things. Nothing wrong with any of those things in and of themselves. But can I tell you, I've done this for so long. I can tell you story after story, hours of counseling sessions that I've had with people who were on that exact same path, checking all of those boxes, got every single thing that they told that they were that they were told that they needed to get. They were checking all of the boxes, and then they come to me or someone like me, and they say, "Mark, I've got it all, and I'm still empty." Mark, I got it all, 
and I thought that there would be more. Mark, I got it all, and I'm, I'm on this path, and I'm, Mark, listen, I'm not going to stop, but I thought that I would get more here. Or I've talked to a lot of people that are on this path checking these boxes, and they don't find what they thought they were going to find on this purpose, of fulfill, on this path of being filled. And so what they do is they just continue on this path, but they think if I make this decision and do this really quick, it'll feel good, it'll be exciting, it'll, it'll bring some joy to my life, and then they do it and instead all it brings is pain and regret hello and then they come to me and they say mark what happened i was i was getting a haircut a couple of months ago and to look this good you got to take care of people you know what i'm saying and um and i was getting a haircut and there was this guy next to me and i don't think that i knew him he had said he'd been to church maybe one one time is several years ago um but he had just been out of high school for a couple of months and so this guy starts talking to me again i i didn't know him i didn't even know his name and so he starts talking to me about how he'd been out of high school for a couple of months the longest would have been a year and, and he just got accepted into this new program at the school it's going to take him one year to get out. But when he gets out of that program in one year, they're probably going to relocate that guy to Georgia. And when they do that, he's going to start making this much money an hour. And he was so excited because they did the same thing to his cousin. His cousin got in that same program, took him a year to complete it. They relocated him to Georgia. That's what this guy was thinking they were going to do. And when they relocated his cousin to Georgia, about six months after they did that, he got a raise. He was able to buy a really big house. Now he's got three four-wheelers, goes to the beach all the time. This guy was telling me all this. Goes to the beach all the time, and he looks at me. He says, man, I can't wait. It's going to be the best life. What is that? What is that? That is a hunger inside of all of us because Solomon in the book of Ecclesiastes says that God has written eternity on our hearts. So God has just created us, put it in our DNA that we are hungry for something big, meaningful, that will give us purpose, something that will fill us. And listen to me, Summit, if we don't go to God to be filled, we will go to something else. And listen, there's nothing wrong with four-wheelers, all right? There's nothing wrong with that house. There's nothing wrong with making money and getting the GPA and making the best grades. There's nothing wrong with not just making the team, but being the all-star on the team. There's not, just, there's not anything wrong with getting that relationship and having this beautiful marriage or having these great kids. There's nothing wrong with getting any of those things. The problem is when those things get you. Man, if you're taking notes, write this down. Anything that we go to other than God to be filled has become our God. Did you hear that? Anything that we go to other than God to be filled has become our God. Church, what are you going to to be filled today? Because if we don't go to God to be filled, we will go to something. And here's what we need to know. And this is the last thing. Here's what we need to know. Only God can fill us. The only thing that can fill us is God. So going back to Solomon, going back to Solomon, because we only read the first part of chapter 2, verse 10. Solomon, chapter 2, verse 10. I did everything I wanted. I went after every single thing that my heart desired. Any pleasure that I wanted, I went for it. And then I think it's going to be on the screen. Look at this. Ecclesiastes 2.10. Here's the rest of it. Anything I wanted, I would take. I denied myself no pleasure. Watch. I even found great pleasure in hard work, a reward for all of my labors. But as I looked at everything I had worked so hard to accomplish, it was all so meaningless 
like chasing after the wind. There was nothing really worthwhile anywhere. Do you hear that? So Solomon says, listen, I got it all. And when I got it, it, it was like chasing after the wind. Do you know what it's like to chase after the wind? That, that image, what he, what he says, it's like trying to chase down the wind and grab it just when you think you've got it. It just slips through your hands because that's the way that everything works that we're told will fill us. Everything that we're told will satisfy us. That's what happens. For a while, it's fun. For a while, it satisfies. But then eventually, you got to upgrade. Hello? Eventually, you got to get a newer model. Eventually, it's not as satisfying or as it once was. Eventually, the new car smell wears off, and then you're left trying to find something else. See, if we don't go to God to fill us, then something else will, and the only thing that can fill us is God. Listen to me. The reason, the reason that we can't build our life, our hope, our identity, our security on things like our GPA, our job, our achievements, our resume, our relationship, the position that we have in the org chart, our popularity online or at school or at the office, how athletic we are, how smart we are, how attractive we might be. The reason that we can't build our life, our hope, our identity, our security on any of those things is two reasons. One, all of those things will let you down. Two, you will lose all of them. All of those things will let you down. Your family will let you down. Don't look at them or amen that. You should just listen, right? Don't amen that. Amen. Don't do that, right? Your family, though, will let you down. Your friends will let you down, won't they? Right? I mean, we have expectations for other people that no human being can stand up to. People will let you down. They might not mean to. They might not mean to. But people, it's just inevitable. We're, we're imperfect. We're not God. People will let you down. Your family and your friends will let you down. Your, your job will let you down. Because even though you've got all the experience and you're the most qualified for that promotion, what you don't realize is that the new guy that just started in the company, he's related to the boss. So he's connected, you're not, and yeah, you've got, the, you've got all the experience, it's rightfully yours, we're going to give it to this guy because he's related to me. Your job will let you down. Your health will let you down. Hello? Right? Eventually, if you're really athletic and you're the star and you're building your entire life and your identity on your athletics, eventually it will let you down. Why? Because you might get injured. You might get cut from the team or someone else is better than you. Can't build your life and your hope and your identity and your security on the fact that you're the smartest in the school, the smartest in the family. Why? Someone is smarter than you. Right? Those things will let you down. And not only that, you will lose all of them because eventually the money runs out. You might lose your job, right? You might lose your health or, or people die. We die. Listen, the only thing that you can build your life, hope, identity, security on is God. Why? Because God is the only thing you can build your life on who will never let you down and you will never lose him. Did you hear that? God is the only thing you can build your life on that you will never lose and he will never let you down. No matter what, his promises are true. 
No matter what, he refuses to give up on you. God is the only thing that you can build your life on who will never let you down and you will never lose. Not even death can separate you from God. So Jesus being above all things, Jesus being above all things, isn't so that Jesus can fulfill our dreams. It's so that our souls can be satisfied. John Piper, he's a pastor, theologian, he's an author, author. he's got this famous quote, and he says this, God is most glorified in us when we are most, watch, satisfied in him. So listen to me, church, the point this morning isn't to forget your dreams and your goals and all that stuff, move into a monastery somewhere in the woods and just pray all the time. That's That's not the point today, unless God tells you to do that, right? It's not the point. Listen, I hope that you make the team I hope you get that promotion. Man, I, I, hope, I hope that you climb the org chart. I hope that all of the dreams, watch, that God has for you are fulfilled. Did you catch that? I hope that all of the dreams that God has for you are fulfilled. Man, I hope you get those things, but look at me. I hope you realize that those things are not the path of life. Do not take the good things that God gives them, gives us and make them God things, make them ultimate things. The life, hope, peace, security is not in the next paycheck. It is not in the next promotion. You can lose those things and they will let you down. Life, hope, security is in Jesus alone. Right? So if we don't go to God to be filled, we'll go to something else. And the only thing that can fill us is God. And church, what we need to do is we got to go to God over and over and over and over and over to be filled. Because listen, this isn't a decision you make one time and then tomorrow you don't need it. Because if you don't make the decision tomorrow and the next day and the day after that for God to fill you, you'll just end up going somewhere else. So so this isn't a decision we just make one time. We've got to make this decision every single day. This is why we're always talking about getting into Scripture. This is why one of the things we're doing in this series is every single day we're putting out devotions for you to read through the app and online and on our website. This is why we're always trying to get our church to own their faith and to grow on your own, not so that we can say every day we're reading the Bible and check the spiritual box off, but so that we can meet with God and God can fill our souls because if God God doesn't, I'll go to somewhere else and I will always be disappointed. So church, God wants to fill your life. The question is, will you let him? I talk to some people and they'll come to me and they say, Mark, listen, I don't have time. I don't have time to slow down and to be with God. I don't, I don't have time to let God fill my soul. I don't have time to do all of the things we're talking about. And you know what a lot of people mean when they say I don't have time? What they really mean is I don't have room. My life is too full. And so maybe for God to begin to fill you in the ways that we're talking about, maybe you need to begin to say no to some things and begin to make space in your life so that God can come in and move and breathe in your life and fill you in a way that nothing else can. Maybe you're here today and you just realize God's spoken to you. Your priorities are all out of whack. You're trying to use Jesus to get the American dream. Listen, the more you live a life centered on God and the more you live a life where where God is filling you, all of a sudden that frees you not to try to build your own kingdom, but to let Jesus build his kingdom through you no matter what your job is. So God wants to fill us. The question is, will we let him? Let's pray. 
And just as we're moving into a time of prayer, a time of response, what are you going to to be filled today? What are you going to? 